time. It's not going to be fun if I go into the console and, and you're I, getting griefed. And the minute I start trying to do something, I get killed randomly for no reason like, across the map. They can kill you across the map. I literally will put the delete game, you from the <laughs> delete you. I will yeah. put the game down forever if that happens. To me. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 188, brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. I am Neo Aoshi, joined by some cool dudes. I'm Trip Zero. This is Felix Hergut. What? <laughs> what up? Are you okay? There's a dr- dramatic <laughs> pregnant pause. So, uh, we're not, I don't think we're brought to, to you by the OG Podcast Network. Are we brought? Presented by? Are we sponsored by? In partnership with, wouldn't that be more accurate? I mean, maybe details. Oh. <laughs> I mean, details to a certain audience, they are bringing us to them to that audience. That's you know? true. Okay, that's true. Sure, you let's know? go with that. It's not wrong. One hundred percent wrong. It's not one hundred percent wrong. It isn't. We're not saying coming to you live from the Cumulus Media Studios in <laughs> New York City atop Penn Station. We're not. We're not saying coming to you live from a, a discarded Christmas tree on I ninety five. We're saying we are part of the OG Podcast Network family, and uh, they bring us to a lot of people that we wouldn't regularly be brought to. So yeah, thank you OG cool. Podcast. Thank Network. you OG Boom. Podcast Network. That's what we are for sure. So uh, I wasn't here last week. I missed you guys. Yeah, hey, bud. Yeah, how are you? You had a, it was real. I'm, I feel better. Yeah, feel you, better. yeah you, you were had a, sick as hell playing Red Dead Redemption. You had a sickness. I, I was literally in my pajamas when you guys were like, "Hey, p- podcast time." I remember I was like, we, <laughs> we did something Destiny related, and we were on voice chat, and you you sounded you were like two octaves lower than normal. Yeah, I was. Very, yeah, very yeah, I was homesick from work uh, that day. Blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as I logged out of that, I went back right back yeah. to bed. Just pass out mode. Yeah, but video games though. Video games. We got a good show this week, don't we? We got a couple, got couple a, big news points. Uh, we'll talk about our own gamings and situations. Yeah, and we'll, shit. we're gonna and talk about Red Dead again. And some Red Dead and Fallout. And uh, there was you know, was a Blizzard announcement. And, Blizzard and stuff. People have opinions about things, so we're gonna we'll get into that. We gotta talk about it. We do. Okay, it's the we news. Do. It's video game related. It is. It is. It's important. We'll, we'll rip. It is important. I think it is. We'll rip the band aids off. Got to rip it off. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess should should I just start with because you guys had a nice t- chat last week about Red Dead. Who we did? did? Who did? You we did. Diamond Jab. Oh, and, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. yeah. And Trip. Us. How do you do? You mind if I throw in some some of my no? My please two cents? do. Please I, do. You weren't here last week. We I want to hear it. Yeah, and I did. Um, I did some more missions myself, more along the lines of the story. They were really really fun. So we can chat about. Oh those yeah. As well. Um. So minor spoilers for everything up to yes. chapter three. Yes. That is as far as I've gotten. If you so are playing far. this game and uh, do not want to hear any of this stuff. Yeah. Do you want to uh, be spoiled? Don't do or, it. Or it's we're going to talk about it. I can't tell you how long we're going to be listening or talking about this for. So just uh, pop yeah. in, pop I'm out. I'm going to keep my hand up until we're done. How's the, no, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. You can. <laughs> Don't do that. It's an audio podcast. It's an audio it doesn't podcast, even matter. Yeah. Watch us on Twitch. Uh, plug for that. Yeah. We do this. We do record this live. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Un- Emergent underscore gamer. Mm. That's the user. That's the user. Anyway, um, so Red Dead. Red Dead. Dude. Red Dead Redemption. What a crazy game. It's, it's, it's a, been it's polarizing a, to say the least. Because okay, here's here's how I'm I'm viewing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last open world game before this I played was Spider Man. In that game, you are 
flying at 90 miles an hour through the buildings, yep. and you're, you're a super fast, agile fighter. Mm-hmm. And then I turn on Red Dead Redemption, and you're this like slow-paced, sauntering cowboy. Everything is like everything. I was going at 100 miles an hour, and now I'm doing Turned five. all the way back. Come on, boy. And it, is, it, is, it was jarring, to say the least, but I instantly That's was, all right. That's all right. It's totally <laughs> all right, boy. Bringing back the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, man, I I do I do love it. I do love everything about the game. It's the best cowboy simulation ever. Yeah, hundred percent. And parts of it, I'm like, okay, this looting animation doesn't have to take like twenty seconds. I appreciate that it does, though. But like, it feels like I'm actually like doing these actions, and I'm. And I have so much control over the character Those and what's going on. Have weight when he pulls them up. Oh yeah, and like and when you skin animals and stuff. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really dug into it in terms of like allowing the game to be at the speed it's at. Yeah, so like, like I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, so like everything's like super detailed in this in these animations. But then there are moments when you're like, oh, I didn't mean to pull my gun out. Oh, I didn't mean to like uh, you know yeah. I mean like you hit the wrong you the hit the wrong things. Accidental moments. Yeah. yeah. But overall, the story is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I really because like I I know you haven't played the first one. I have not. No, you gotta play the first one. Do I? I don't think he does. Really? Because here here's my point. Because about I, playing you, the first one. Wait, you guys talked about this a little bit last week. I remember because because I feel like knowing because Diamond Jab said this. I was he he said this. He was like knowing what happens in the first game. Right. I'm like on the edge of my seat, going, when is this? How's it going to get to that point? Going yeah, to well, go this way. I will. You know? I will tell you one thing. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let him continue speaking. But like the th- thing I experienced this week that updates my opinions on the development of this game, mm. right? I don't think that's necessary for you. No, no, no. no. It's just it's like a world building thing. We can we can hit that. The context is just different. But the, just but the point you. I'm getting at is if you didn't, I care more about the fact that John and Abigail and Jack are not there in my base, which I'll get into in a second. But like. Because I played the first game, and you want since to see you, that, that right? Since you sure. since you didn't play it, then maybe they're just, they're maybe just that bug is no, 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 no. I I recognize the importance, and I I also wouldn't want to miss exposition because that's all relevant yeah. to the story as a Could whole. Be. I mean, so I'm I'm not like okay that I'm missing out on that kind of stuff, but we don't know if you are. Yeah, yeah. So what you're referring to, Felix, is the bug that showed up this week. For a it, lot it's of real and it's confirmed by Rockstar. They did. They actually did say they put out a statement saying their statement sucked. Their statement did suck. They're like, well, <laughs> sound, we're not going to patch it. <laughs> you sound mad. You sound mad a little bit uh, well, because it's the same exact fucking uh, company line email I got when my GTA Five back on the PS3 fucking skipped over two missions and I couldn't get 100 percent in the game. Like it's the same party line bullshit. I wonder if that's just like a Rockstar game where they where they just basically were like, well, sometimes that happens in development. Sorry. And I was like, oh, so well, I missed you, out part of your game. You're a big fucking they have piece said of shit. This is being patched at this point, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, yeah, right, yeah so yeah. Let me, they, let's just they de- have said detail that. real quick. The bug is the bug is certain characters from your your posse aren't for, in for, your camp for specific ones. Four specific ones. Sa- no spoiler. No spoiler. You don't have to spoil it. Or is it a spoiler? Oh, no, it's not a spoiler. Sadie, John, Abigail, Jack. Sadie, John, Abigail, and Jack. This yeah. bug will happen to you in the game if, for whatever reason, you use the retry checkpoint option while you're playing a chapter two mission uh, where you take the girls into Valentine. 
on a carriage. Oh, is that the one? That's the mission. Oh, well, I, I, I heard it was that. the uncle mission that does it. Uh, well, the title is. Hold on, I'll f- keep talking to you, and I'll find yeah, the title just so, to confirm it. I know you had that problem, Felix. I I jump back in my game, and I I don't think they're missing. But apparently, after chapter four, they'll all come back. After you end chapter three into chapter four, they, they came all come back, back at the beginning of three. At the beginning of three, they were back at the beginning. Of I three. believe I'm still in the middle of chapter three, so I think that's where I am. Um, yeah, I noticed them showing up at the beginning of chapter three and was completely fucking dumbfounded. It's polite society Valentine style. That is yeah. the one where you go in gotcha. with all the girls into the town and you each like interact with what they're doing. And they said they said the recommendation is you restart the whole mission over from very yeah, beginning. Reload a save from before or do the mission from the beginning. Yeah. If you do retry checkpoint, they will not be in your camp. But it does not impact main story missions. And when it will impact main story missions with them being needed, they'll be back in your Some in your user had sourced that the, the, the what he thought was the problem was that the uncle mission caused it if yeah. you did it early. Well that's that's probably and all the official communication they don't they the uncle this mission is not mentioned. So that's definitely Okay, not well I'll be careful on that polite society mission. Is it two missions or one mission? It's one. It's just I, called, and I I believe I've already completed these missions. I did and Oh I, yeah, I definitely did it in my I first I definitely day. remember um like retrying it now that I'm thinking back on it. I forget what uh what killed me or what caused me to do it. I might have like lost someone. Hmm. Because I think is is the very end. Well, the uncle thing is part of it, Felix. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, cool. It's part of the. It's it's this whole flow is in the same mission category. Oh okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, damn. Is the this is where I lost it? I lost the guy that you're chasing from Blackwater. He got too far away from me, and I had to retry. I lost him uh, in the stables. Remember the guy's like, you're from Blackwater. And then like you, you start riding after him. Okay. He took a turn and I couldn't see him on my monitor. And then uh, it got too far away and it was like, mission failed. That was why I had to retry it. And then they not, are not in my camp. That's a shame. I can't remember if... I definitely did f- lose them from the camp. So something might have happened during that right. mission. But Well, all that all that aside, I still think the game is... It, this is this isn't a game like I rushed through Spider Man. Mm-hmm. This is a game that I know it's going to take me a very long time to play, just because of the pace of the game oh, yeah. and how the game like unfolds itself slowly yes. as you as you do your thing. I I think it's great. I I think it's a game that's not is not asking you to like rush through it, and it's not asking you to like it. Really no, wants it, you to it, inhabit the world. It asks the opposite of you. It right. asks you to to take your time and and lead yourself to whatever pulls your attention and there's no rush at all if you're going to pick an herb you're going to watch him pull the leaves off of the stem mm-hmm. of this herb and drop it back to the ground and I don't examine there's it. no it's, like checklists they don't give you checklists like well there, there's like a log you can like refer to but like it's never in front of your face it's never like hey you got all these things you need to do I'm a big fan of the whole vibe honestly the whole thing yeah whole thing. I, I yeah. agree and, and this is this is I know when we playing this through Christmas and we playing this through probably um, through the next couple of months I I was broadcasting it when it came out. Yeah. But I'm having a lot more fun off stream, and I don't think it's a very streamable game, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to personally take time away and enjoy this in my downtime. Yeah. To really, like, fully immerse myself in the experience without having to, like, 
you know, entertain uh, a chat or same here. Make a big deal about everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, you, you did know. mention that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no longer going to stream the game. I'm just going to play it off stream, soak the whole story in, mm-hmm. so I don't miss anything. Yeah, because uh, I want to be focused now that I'm fucking completely missed that the bug. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Not that I would have known that that could have happened, but like, I think I am going to restart. Well, one thing that had made it even yeah. worse. Yeah. One, no, it's not too bad. One thing that made it even worse for me was the fact that I missed in chapter one. That the woman you save from the burning house, mm-hmm. this is not a spoiler. This is chapter one. Chapter one, the woman you save from the house is Sadie Adler. Yeah. Right. I didn't hear that in the dialogue because I was busy entertaining a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I never heard that that's who that woman was that you saved. So when she disappeared from the camp and then immediately appeared up in, in a mission in, in chapter three, I was. it's the mission where Sadie and the cook are fighting. Yeah. And then you take her into town and then you get into it with some bandits. I think I did that one. I'm not well, on three yet. But mm. but it's not really a spoiler. I mean, it's just an introduction to Sadie. Uh, it's really getting to know her. But, like, I didn't know who she was. I was like, who in the hell is this person who just appeared in camp? Yeah. Like, that's the way, that's how jarring it was for me. And that's, that, that's why I ended up going on a quest to, like, just start yeah. over. I honestly can't wait to restart again because I'm sure the camp one will be more lively. And I'll, I'll know... How to do certain things already, so I'll be better prepared. Right, going oh, through so the you're going to do what bit. I did. I'm going to f- do a full restart. Okay, and follow the directions in the. In well, the yeah, I just guy. I just know for that one, don't fucking fuck up. <laughs> I kept my save. <laughs> I didn't get rid of the. I didn't get rid of the. Yeah, save. I, I kept it. I haven't made any multiple saves, and now I'm past it, so I have no option but to restart it. But I do want to experience it fully, so I'm going to do it. Honestly, it's like I've only done a couple of random missions here and there. You know, did some other exploring, shot some shit up. I haven't spent a lot of time like engraving my guns and customizing shit because I wanted to wait I, until I went I... through like forty minutes of like customizing oh, my guns you? out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I did this. There's this one mission that I got, and it's I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you get a lot of money from it. You get a okay. lot of money from it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to upgrade my camp. I'm going to fucking get some new guns. I'm going to mm-hmm. engrave them. And so I just that was the last thing I did in the game. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I, yeah, yeah. My my second playthrough, I'm putting all the money, everything I take. Right into the camp mm. till, like at I'm, least upgrade. Um, what's his name? Duchess. Duchess. Duchess uh, thing first, stuff. because then other people will contribute money and shit. Yo, in addition to you, I had some person in camp be like, uh, "You know, Arthur, you gotta, you gotta start contributing more." Um, and I look at the ledger and I'm like, "Girl, you gotta start contributing more. I'm dropping <laughs> everything in this thing." Maybe they mean like you gotta like bring more food. Like bring. I uh, do. You bring all that stuff. Yeah, I, I donate food. I donate jewels to the ledger. You, you know, just, to that you box. Just punch her in the face. I should, I should just did like the draw. <laughs> you can't draw your gun in camp, but like you, you know, like you can draw your gun. I did people. that by accident, actually. I was. Uh, do you remember the mission where you go and you're looking for the O'Driscolls? It's where you first find like the shotgun on the mantle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm I'm leaving that place because the game starts. I think I died recently there, and I just I was done for the night. Because the posse comes looking for you after you're done. You got to like re-escape again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I started my game and I'm trying to get on my horse. And it's been like a couple of days. And the, the control scheme is not intuitive at all. I'm always reading the menus. Yeah, as you're the kind of fighting the controls. Do. Are you doing that third? Is, that is a down. No, I'm down first. First. Um, oh, that is. De- but, wait, I'm sorry. That is definitely a complaint I have. What? The controls. The auto aim is all wacky. You have to like adjust it. it, it I had to adjust how aiming oh, I did all my work. all my sensitivity was 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 it's is customized now to Felix, me Felix you watched me when I started the game right and I was doing the tr- the first train heist you do I'm sorry I, I yeah totally I, remember. You. Okay. I remember but I was doing that first train heist and my aim was all over the place like I couldn't like after like doing like destiny on controller yeah, I know. this is like 
Usually, oh my God. usually I found that it snaps to like their center of the body mass, and that's and what I, re- I relied on. That yeah. yeah, I relied on the snapping of the yeah. uh, the aiming. I'm I'm used to it because of GTA. Sure, it's, it's the same exact thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same exact thing. Yeah. No, but I, uh, I I went to my horse. I was still in third person. I actually switch actively between the two depending same, on what I'm same doing. Um, but I was in third person right now, and I went to get on my horse, and I forgot which button actually like got on, and I hit circle. <laughs> Which is like the punch button, but when you're behind the horse, you just slap its ass. Oh my god! And then it, just, it just kicked me in the chest and just fucking ran off in the opposite direction. And I'm like, here we go. This oh is, my god! This is, now I'm covered in mud and I lost my hat and I'm fucking Dude, my horse is somewhere. That's away. great. When you're on the horse and you're running the things, and you just it's, you just you just fly off of it, Twitter and the horse goes is, oh. is full of just the funniest clips. We actually oh like I think we sent them into the Discord and into our chat last week when we were talking about it's it. It's insane, some amazing. Amazing horse running into rocks, sending the rider flying clips. It's amazing. And then it's funny because I, I was watching Felix before you, you arrived tonight. He was playing Assassin's Creed, and yeah. that is a very streamlined game. Your character, like we, we were Sleek talking about movement, I'm sure, in and well, out of things. We were talking about the movement of Cassandra. She's yeah. like fucking robot. She's a ro- it's a very robotic. She oh, walks really? around like oh, yeah. this. At a mm. at a very brisk pace. Like, like she's Mr. very robot shit. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> like it's it's good they came out with Assassin's Creed before Red Dead, right? Mm-hmm. It's great it came out beforehand because I had a chance to play it and fucking soak it in. But now I go, I'm going back and forth between the two of them, and it's mm-hmm. like, how did they not know to get this fucking right? Like the way yeah. she walks is just not normal. She's I not just, walking like, like a fucking girl at this time. Assassin's Creed is like it's so well. It's funny you should say that. What? Because like years ago, Ubisoft made that comment that was like, oh, it's very hard to animate and model women and everyone was like oh yeah okay uh, remember that pr statement yeah that's that was fucking like, terrible I, I, I doubt that was before sin- that was before syndicate i think it was around unity Yikes, yeah dude. so anyway um but yeah you're but like assassin's creed animations are like they're made to you want to feel fast you want to feel agile like an assassin yeah you want like, to feel like amazingly super yeah, powerful. i'm not talking yeah. no no i'm not talking about her animation when she's like you're doing a free run i'm talking about when you're just walking if i want her to walk at a normal human's pace, I have to like inch the thumbstick. You kind of always had to, though. Like I, I'm but thinking I of all the. I don't have to do I've... that with Arthur. With Arthur, I no. just press oh, it yeah. and he walks yeah, like a person. Talking about two different Arthur's default though. mode of movement is walking. That's his default. Like when you hold that stick all the way forward, he is walking. Mm-hmm. Then you have to. They require you to hit a button to get him to kind of speed up, and then yeah. mashing the button to get him to sprint. And what almost. I don't understand is why Assassin's Creed couldn't have done it that way. Because 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 your default movement in Assassin's Creed is sprinting. is sprinting. No, no sprinting. it isn't. You it's, have to press the free run button to yeah, run. Y- yes, but here's okay. I I know what you're saying. Here's mm-hmm. the difference, though. Your intended movement speed in Assassin's Creed is the run. Regardless of whatever buttons you have to press to get there, you're running because you're in like what they used to call. I don't know if they still do. Used to call a high profile mode. You're essentially making yourself. That's a, that's a throwback. Yeah, in like assassin mode, right? So yeah. you're like you're running, you're sprinting, you're ready to like climb or mm-hmm. jump or roll or whatever. Um, you can ease off of that and just kind of like walk slowly so you can blend. But that's not the intended assassin. I, I know that's how it started. Movement, speed. but they have added a plethora of new mechanics that require you to walk slowly. Like sure. all sure, that investigation yeah. shit yeah. looks stupid when your character's running yeah. through it. And all of the all of the walking animations in Assassin's Creed have been terrible, if I can remember, from all the other games. Yeah, and they're just still fucking bad. I know we're jumping back and forth between them, but okay. I, I really I mean, do appreciate Arthur's like walk. 
I love I it. Do too. The yeah. little saunter he does. The it just, little, it, it yeah. lines up with the intention of the game, which is mm. to just experience this world, no strings attached. There's a story. It's an amazingly well-crafted story. It's oh, very yeah. immersive. But if you don't want to do any of that, you, just main, you can just mainline it. Maybe you don't get the horse brush Dude, if, you, if you jump off on your own too early. But you know what? I, I've, taken, what you I've taken time to go hunting and, and carry pelts back and mm-hmm. like do all these. Like It's every activity as, as like kind of like quote boring as it would seem in real life I it's l- great love the boring in this game i it's, truly truly do and now i will i will say one thing yeah um because i'm kind of like a stress tester for rockstar games <laughs> you are not but continue. A, by stress a, you mean like I'm a bit like of a stress tester. your personal stress no, yeah you, you get you get stressed by playing these games well that too i test my own stress <laughs> um one thing i will say that i've determined in playing the game I'm now playing like my new playthrough is third person entirely mm-hmm. and completely good, honorable, honorable Arthur. Okay. My first playthrough, the one that, that essentially broke, was Black Hat fully. Oh, I, I was in there for a and couple I, of and I was killing a lot of people. You were. Uh, I just had to kill a lot of people, and I don't think I'm going to get away with it this time. <laughs> um, but but one thing that I did realize in trying to play the game that way, you really can't go off their rails. They want their cinema first and and choices second. They want you to play this game cinematic. Despite well, the fact that you can kill well, everybody here's the thing. I, I don't and think, do all this crazy shit. I think if you do black hat activity, like if you do things that are intentionally black hat-like, like evil-like, yeah. there are consequences. And those consequences become like you get the bounty, you get people running away and telling on you. you no, know, but I'm, like, I'm not referring to my black hat behavior in the world that, okay. that got the consequence of bounties. I'm talking about in any of the cinematic parts, right? The ones that are scripted by them. Okay. You stick to their script. Okay, you can't sure, deviate yeah, yeah. from their script. Yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there really is not a, a, a monicum. Is that the word? Monicum. Monicum. M-O-D. Of, yeah. of, of choice. In the story, in the cinematics. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to give people the impression that if they're going to play Red Dead, it's the freest game they've ever played, and it's going right. to feel completely open, and you can do whatever no, you want. No, to your, to your point, for a quick example, it's a chapter two story. When you when you bust your friend out of jail, when you the, when they first send you to Strawberry, if you've never been to that town before, yeah, there's one way to bust them out of jail, and it's the way the story tells you to do it. You can't, like, yeah, you can't you, find dynamite and plant it. You can't, like, go out, like, Assassin's Creed or Hitman your way into right. getting this out. You have to just right. do what the game says and experience their movie of this moment. Yeah, and that's what it is. And as long as you understand that, then you're going to have a good time. But if you th- if you don't like that about this rock star style of, of storytelling, like you're going to hate it. And there are people in this world, rightfully so, who dislike the fuck out of like these games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't like them because of the fact that they can't make the kind of choices they can make in other games. It for sure isn't. I, I would argue that I get yeah. more choices in now in the mo- <laughs> in the newest Assassin's Creed that than I get in Red Dead. For certain moments you probably do. Yeah. yeah. They like they've constructed a more choice-based narrative. But you yeah. know what, I'm definitely willing to submit myself to whatever they're whatever story they're trying to tell me in the yeah. moment. If so you, like that's I'm totally thing, okay with that. Experiencing that story. It's like a it's like a movie inside of this world. Here's the thing, mm-hmm. you can make your own movie. Mhm. Which you is can. also the magic. Yeah. You can you can do that. I mean, I spent, or you follow the path. I spent days not doing the story in right. that fucking game. Right. Oh yeah. You know, chapter two had last it was like a seventy hour chapter two. I'm still, yeah, still on chapter two. By, by far the most memorable experiences I've had are just traveling down the road 
and just seeing all the weird shit that like the weird events that happen mm-hmm. in the world. Like I people have been talking about this one a lot. Uh, you you're riding down and then you see this guy trying to change his his horse's shoe. Yeah, yeah. And you and you go, hey there, partner. You need some help? And he goes, he turns and goes, oh hello. And then the horse just pelts him right in the that face. That doesn't that doesn't always happen. That doesn't too. always happen. No, well, it, dude. It, right, in, he just got pelted in the face by the horse and he was dead. Wow. Just straight up. And I was like, I haven't seen that. Oh. I okay. had a guy that was asking for help along the side of the road, and like I already ignored like three people at this point. I'm like, "Fuck, fine, I'll help this guy, whatever no, he wants." Got, you got to you got to stop for those and, moments, man. Uh, well, I've done a lot, but okay. I, I was on I was on a fucking mission, just my own mission. I had to get somewhere, and I'm like, "Sure, all right, you know what? I've been ignoring a lot, and they're they're throwing a lot at me. Let me just talk to this guy." And I I ride over, and I'm in first person mode. Um, I I don't even see where he grabs because obviously I'm looking in a different direction, but I get pulled off of my horse by this guy mm. and he just fucking starts taking off with it. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. Was, oh, that's the classic yep. one. That's yeah. The, yeah, yeah, that, that has happened that, to me. They, they tried robbing That was my one. first like negative like help. And I was like, oh, the one that I fucking pick. And of course, I went after and killed the guy. Oh, they had that. Oh, of course. They had that in Red Dead 1. Like you walk up, somebody's trick, like, I need some help. Can you give me a ride, yeah. mister? Yeah. And then he like just rips the horse out from away yeah. from you. And then you're, you're ripped off the horse and then he's taken off. Yeah. Um, there's a new one that they added where uh, it's a girl at some, I don't even know where I was. I was in the heartland somewhere. Mm. Like, but help me, mister. She's like, help me, mister. And you go over. You. No, no. She pulls a gun on you and then four dudes come in and kill yeah. you as well. So it's like right. huge surprise, shock there. The first time that fucking happened to me. That's I was awesome. like, "Oh shit, man! I'm getting surrounded yeah. by all these people." Oh, I love, cool. I love that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my it, god. I would say, yeah, the cinematic missions don't have a, a lot of choice and variance, but those do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Those encounters in the world have a lot of different weird choices and reactions and strange yeah. things that can occur. Absolutely. There's some choice in the game, but like they want you to follow their screenplay. Yeah, they do. They do. They've written a screenplay they and they want you to follow it. Yep, very nice. So don't fight against that grain. That's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Red Dead for you. Um, can we talk about Fallout a little bit? Let's talk about Fallout. Is that all right? You got yeah. I haven't. This is a game that I haven't really touched, touched at all. Much Have you watched so it all? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not for any extended amount of time. Were you in I, there when I did it? No, I didn't. I think I don't think I was ever able. I watched to you a little bit in the beginning too. Yeah, I saw. I saw week. you in there. That yeah, night. yeah. Guys, talk about your uh, um, what you've been doing. So let me perfect preface mm-hmm. by saying i made a little write-up on my experience okay you did that will be live if you're watching live the, the show that will be live tonight after after we are done recording this i, I mm-hmm. thought it was uh super accurate i thought your observations were super accurate right. to so, how i felt about it as well so yeah if you want to although i didn't play with anyone yeah so if you want to go yeah i did play with people i'll tell you about my experience in that too um and i talk a little bit about each of these elements that i've experienced in fallout and it's it's a pretty good all-around i think just description of the of what's going on in this game from the betas from the beta mm-hmm. nothing nothing past that so i got so fallout 76 is a game it is a game it is a game it's a game it's um it's more or less fallout 4 with mechanics tweaked in a way right. to accommodate the new online structure playing with others in playing the same with others. environment yeah so like in fallout 4 you had materials that you gather and those materials do become important and another thing you got to worry about is your food and drink. Oh, you do. That's officially yes. part of this. It's officially a survival fo- mode. Fallout. I do not know if I like that. No. I love it. Do you really? <laughs> it's right up Phil's alley. Yeah. All right, so I, I've played at least I want to say ten hours Hell or so yeah. of the beta, and it, it's it, it's become such a chore to make sure I I always have something on me, always food or drink. Really? Yeah. And it's a it's, chore to you. 
kind like the game does provide you ample amount like you're walking through the woods like there's fruit everywhere there's wood for you like any any log on the ground you can gather wood from which uh-huh. is required for a lot crafting um and there need to, i feel like there's need to be there need to be more like animals running around like like brahmin and like you know the the cow the two-headed cow thing safe to eat those kind of things like the meat so no, no you'll get rads from that oh, shit gotcha, so what yeah. you'll That's do what is think. You'll, even if you cook it Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll gather thing, you'll gather all these materials, and then you go to a cooking station, and then that will let you kind of make it edible, more edible, more edible, more less, e- more less edible. rads, dramatically less right. rads, right? But still, like, some a little still, bit, just a tight, still, taste. still a little bit, and it's not just the rad, the rad situation is not that very bad. small amount, but um, I, so it's it is definitely more Fallout, uh, I, and that's cool, but I think the game does really shine when you are playing with other people. It seems like it would, like yeah. just that whole dynamic. Did you do? Did you get into like sharing stuff yep. to people, like yeah. giving them like I have extra shit here? Yeah, exactly. And like that's what, so so you can you know you can drop your camp anywhere you want. You get a camp utility. I never got into any can of you that. Pick it up? I didn't have enough yes. time. So well, you drop it on the ground and then it's it's there. And but the camp doesn't have the crafting stations built into it, or does it? Hang on, let me let me finish. Yeah. So you can drop this thing anywhere. Right. Um, and once you drop it, it's there. But it, if you want to move it, you just look at the area that you want to move it to and then you drop it again. So you, and it costs caps to do it. But once you have the camp on the ground, you can, um, you can build any sort of stations around. Uh, or any any sort of stations around it. So like, um, but you have to unlock them. Via, I don't know how the unlocking process goes. Like, so like I could make a cooking station. I could make a bed. I could make a a, a stash, a chest stash. Once you build them, yeah. When you replace the camp, does are they already built? No, it won't just drop everything that you've already had out. Oh, you so so in your build menu, you'll have. I got. I actually got a little deep into the building this time around. I'll tell you why in a second. But it'll become anything you have crafted will be in the pre-crafted menu because you've already it's just gets stored so you don't, yeah, have, to you don't use, have to use the materials again exactly you just drop it because you've already crafted it mm-hmm. so that's Great. a beautiful thing love that's that good. that's really good. um i've had a few experiences with this um for example uh i was with two of our buddies uh andy and channing we were we were roaming around the world mm-hmm. and i was catching up to them on foot and they got into an encounter with two other random players this is a really cool moment they started a gunfight with these guys and they were fighting and they were fighting and uh, and I was like, I'm coming, guys. I'm coming. I'm coming to back you up. Mm-hmm. And it seemed as though we didn't have the advantage at first. But what I did was I dropped my camp down right right in this area, and I built multiple turrets Okay, right away. Instantly, the tables were turned, and we had them on the ropes. Did you yeah. build right in front of them, or did you build it back and say, hey, guys, come back. I have this whole setup. Kind, kind of. Well, like I, as I, I said, I'm putting my camp down, guys. Hang out in this area fall, here. Fall back to this yeah. or something. Uh, and I just started dropping turrets. Nice. And it was and I I, I had that was a lot of fun. They just like, get, they just get lit up. Yeah, and they drop crafting materials when when you die. I don't know if you like lose it from your inventory. That did, that could be. After you set up your you turrets, do, did I they think. respawn near you, there and come back for more in the area? Yeah, they they did come back for more <laughs> two two or three times. There, they uh, hey man, if I was on the opposite end of this, I'd be like, I'm gonna. Fuck, fuck yeah. these guys. Yep. I'm going to show them what's what. Of course, you want that revenge. Yeah, but they, would, it I didn't work not. for them. I would have been um, running. I pretty much stationed myself with my sniper rifle around turrets. So is is this going to be part of like the PvP meta? Like, will, like, like this is, these are things I was thinking about. Like, like can oh, you this, see like, this happening? 
skills and assets like that? 100%, yeah. dude. 100%. Like, this is like some Fortnite shit is mm-hmm. what pretty much what happened. You know what I yeah. mean? It's you're building um, your defenses. Another cool thing about the building is there are specific landmarks in the world that you can um, take over. Like you can you can claim as your own. Mm-hmm. I believe it's completely temporary uh, because when you log back in, I, I lost it. So like here, here, I'll give you an example. So we took this over this junkyard, and I started building the foundation for a house, and I built up a house and mm-hmm. turrets and crafting and the whole shebang, the whole thing, the whole like the whole base that you're used to in Fallout Four, like that you're familiar with probably. Yeah, whole get all shebang. the stuff. Um, I, at one point the game was bugging out because it's fucking Fallout. And I had to restart the game, and it transferred ownership to uh, either Andy or Channing. They they were they were then the owners, so I wasn't able to take ownership back of it. And I don't know how that even works. Mm. Like it was very strange. But man, we established a full on sorry, we established a full on base, and it was great. Like we were we were like chugging along with this whole crafting thing. And there's, so that's weird. When you came back in later, the base was gone. Well, so here's what Andy said because he was in the base while, while when I logged out. Everything that I had built disappeared. But when I logged right back in, my whole house and everything came right back. So it seems like, is it instance? I don't know. I'm, not, I'm still not mm, sure how yeah, this works. No, it's just, it seems to be associated with the player. Right. Every, that, would, that would make it instance. Exactly, yeah. Instance with the player, yeah. Oh, instance with the um, player. Like, yeah, like the, the term instancing, if people out there are unfamiliar, is where in an online game, uh, a separate version of the area that you're in exists only for X amount of people that are in that mm-hmm. um, in like a, a MMO situation. Like you're playing like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 Destiny, or something. Destiny also does, uh, Destiny does 100%. a various way. Um, various MMOs, you would like do your dungeon. Like your dungeon would be just you guys in the dungeon or like in Destiny when you go to the tower, right? The That's tower would instance. be your own instance of, of whatever 16 people can get fit into that instance of the tower. Yep. Okay. So but it means that like whatever exists in there once the instance is gone would be gone if there's like loot related to that kind of stuff. Fair, yep, well said. Um, the bases though, these these major landmark bases are also very important because you can you get these uh, things you can craft that are essentially resource extractors. So you can extract resources from specific piles of junk or, or materials, metals, wood. And I'm, it's probably very essential to like do this so you can maintain your, your base and building it up. And y- so you have all these materials that you can carry with you. Um, that, that, all that stuff I love. I, I thought that was a really cool thing. I started to get into it. And Doing it, it all together looked, was amazing. It, look, it all looked super interesting. But I just had no one to play with because I was just on Xbox by myself. Aww. I will tell you, though, I am doing a, uh, on the 14th when it comes out, I'm doing a you and co- co-stream with Diamond Jab on the Xbox. Very nice. cool. I'll, I'll make sure to tune in with that. Yeah. Um, honestly, rolling together with, with a squad, that's going to be fun. That's, that's, that is definitely where this game does shine. Um, the game is very streamlined in its in its nature. Like, there's no quest givers. And one thing I don't think I put in my piece, I may update this later, but I feel like because of the way they deliver quests to you, you lose a lot of, like, you know how Fallout, you're crafting your character through dialogue and through interacting with other players, mm-hmm. and or not players, other NPCs right. in the world. You lose all that because you're just picking up holotapes and you're just acquiring quests that way. It's just you and the other people you and that me. exist, yeah. Uh, am I not talking into it? Yeah, I thought yeah, I'm talking pointed into it. at you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to call um, you out on that. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, you lose a lot of that. What makes your character your character through dialogue? Because you're it's, establishing yourself it's that way. Kind of a ones. similar 
worry that people had when the Elder Scrolls MMO came out. Mm-hmm. They were saying they were going to say the world is so well crafted and we're going to lose that because I'm not playing in their storybook world. I'm now in a world with other regular ass humans. Right. And it's not going to be as magical. But Elder Scrolls Online still has like dialogue options, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And again, oh, I'm not saying yeah. it as a negative, but I remember when that first was rolling out, that was a concern of people mm-hmm. no, that uh, really it, loved that it would make, the Elder Scrolls universe. It would make no sense if there were no NPCs in Elder, Elder Scrolls Online. So there are. And all of the dialogue choices. And I, I've found in my experience with Elder Scrolls Online, I can play it for hours completely alone. Yep. I, I feel like to be with anyone. in the case of Fallout 76, if you were to buy Fallout 76 because you love Fallout and you just wanted to play it by yourself and you just wanted to not worry about all the multiplayer stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't enjoy it as much as a Fallout player. Really? Dude, I was talking to my roommate about this and he is he's played all of them. He's played one, two, like the original top-down isometric games. He loves all of them. And he's like, I can't see myself enjoying this. If I, if I was forced to interact with other people, that's not what I'm looking for in a Fallout game. And, and, and without those dialogue options and without those personal choices that you make in the game, a lot, a lot of it gets left behind in like the Fallout 4. Even Fallout 4 got criticized for a lot of its choices and narrative. Yeah. But like a lot of that gets left behind because of the nature of how the quest systems work. I, if I were to get this game and play it, and I'm very, very heavily considering it, and it's buggy as fuck. I just want to mention that. It is I've heard a lot of that straight online, up yeah. broken in so many ways. Um, I would definitely do that, play this game with people. That would be my, my, I would want to be grouping up with people and experiencing it that way, doing the nuke missions, doing and seeing where the game goes, you know, with people. That would, that would be how I would jo- jump in on that, that yeah, game. I'm glad you guys do. Is it going to be a world where they constantly update it with new stuff? <laughs> yes, that's the idea. One cool thing, Trip, about it, the mm-hmm. game. I'm sorry. It's, okay. <laughs> it's, it's fine. What happened? What? We, I started talking and then you started then you talking. Started. And oh, did, I cut, I was, did I cut you <laughs> off? Hard cut off, yeah. Sorry, dude. This train rolled right Trip, through. one it's thing you, you would appreciate, there are public events that occur throughout the I've world. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally straight out of like Destiny yep. stuff. Like like something mm-hmm. happens on the map and... You just run over and, and start shooting at And a and bunch of good. people are participating yeah. together. And it's and like I like that. I think that's a cool thing. I, I always I like public events in Destiny. Hell yeah. It is. It's cool. It gets people involved in some kind of community action and then you get little rewards and shit. It's fine. Uh, totally. You totally yeah. do too. Um, and framing it in this kind of sense, if you play this game like you play Destiny, you're going to have a ball. It's it is definitely everything. All the systems are tailored for a live service style game. Yeah, I know. And what I was going to say is that I don't know if I if I'm going to enjoy it though, because I Fallout hasn't gripped me mm. uh, before Fallout Three, and then Fallout Three happened, and I lost hours to Fallout oh, Three. Baby. I loved Fallout Three, and then I tried with Four. To this day, I I can't keep a save active in Four. I just I drop off. I lose sure. all interest in it, and I. I, I think I wouldn't click with this because it's, it's something about the mix of the environment, the world, whatever. I don't know. Like I'll watch, I'll watch how it unfolds during the release and see if like maybe I can be convinced to to participate. And but as of now, I just that is not like a, a driver desire to to hop in. Even after playing it, I'm pretty much on that fence too. Yeah. I want to see what the post-launch world looks right, like. Right. Uh, because I am concerned about, and now I guess we can kind of slowly segue into the news topic on Fallout. That's okay with you guys. Sure. Good? Yeah. Um, some exploits have been found in the game because of the nature of the game's engine 
and how it's it's an old engine. This is the same engine they've been using since Fallout since Three, four, right? It was a, this is three. Well, was four built on three's like yes. basic engine? Wow. Yeah, it was built on top of it. And so then this shit is old as fuck. It's funny because because Bethesda brought in id Software under their wing at some point, and id came in and tried to retool the gunplay. To mm. feel better in Fallout Four, that was like that's how you got like a lot of the the down sights now works a lot better in Fallout Four. Yeah, I 4. think they succeeded yeah. with that for sure. Still, still a little janky. Still, still not great. Yeah, it's not going to feel it's as not great as like Halo or Destiny. Or they're restricted shooting really. Yeah, it's still restricted by the engine and the age of it, and they're just kind of building on top of the foundation of the Game Bro engine, which is what it was called, and now it's the Creation engine. Mm. It's the same thing, but just older. But just they, they crazy. It's crazy. I know. And and a lot of these exploits that are in the and now when they threw multiplayer into the mix, all these exploits that people were using to mod and mm-hmm. and you know, you want two hundred cheeses in Skyrim, you just call it in via console. I love those the videos of like Thomas the tank engine fucking oh, yeah. flying around in Skyrim and shit. It's really, Dude, if really you go funny. if you go the on Macho the Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage uh uh, Fallout oh, yeah. monster. What's this thing called? The Death Claws? There's like a Macho Man Randy Savage Death Claw mod. No. Holy shit. Uh, I don't know 4. about that one. What I saw was there was a a mod mod in Skyrim where they changed the dragon in the beginning to ran, ran, Macho Man Randy Savage, but it was like his head. Yeah. It was just Macho Man's head, and then when it would roar, it would go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah. No, in 4, there's oh, like, yeah. they changed the Death Claw literally to like a crawling... Macho Man, which oh, is like an extended so like, scary. outfit, and then his head is this like weird, like fucking wearing a hat and shit with sunglasses. <laughs> that's the same. It's got to be the same group, probably the same guy. Because that's what they yeah. did with the. I'm gonna find a picture for you guys. It's really the, funny. That's what they did with the. Um. The, so, the exploit. <laughs> there's. I got a few details if you want to. This is, is essentially it's exploitable because of the way that it lives on your computer, right? Right, and so and and data gets tra- so the way it works is. There are no server checks to verify models or file integrity. If you want to make trees smaller or player models brighter colors, you can. All you do is you, you just open up whatever file on your computer and edit and those values and correct. then you're good. That's yes. wild. And it doesn't do any che- any, any like encrypted checks. You just connect this. to the world with whatever shit is live on your, mm-hmm. on your game. So and it that, just pops right in. Oh, so I'm sure you guys out there can imagine how you can oh just my God. do it. Terrain and invisible wall collision is client side. If you want to walk through walls, you can. Holy shit! That's a, I'm, I'm showing Felix Macho Claws right now. That's outstanding. <laughs> if you want to grief people and become a god, you can you can use a program called Wireshark. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this, and you can report to the game that you always have full HP. Oh wow! So there go there that goes. The server doesn't care about this because <laughs> I'm just reading off this guy's thing. Yeah. It's a great idea to let the client tell the server its state rather than the server check the state of your of your client. It's a lot less work for yeah. the server to do. Yep. If someone in your game is being mean, if you have Wireshark, just forge a packet and disconnect him or her. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading about this and and the most exciting part to me that a lot of people brought up in talking about this problem. Mhm. Air quotes problem. Yeah, sure. Is that it's going to be very exciting to see the wacky, wacky shit that people are going to come up with while playing. It's going to annoy the hell out of the vast majority of players. That want like, to take it seriously, but you yeah. you will get trolled by some, like, w- internet wizard, some server god that just knows how to, like, teleport everyone on the entire map to a special little prison cell and, like, fuck around with them. Uh, like, some wild, crazy mm-hmm. shit can all happen in this situation. Are you familiar with Nexus Mods? 
Uh, I've heard the name. I think I, so, that's an official platform, isn't it? Where you can just go and like download shit? Yeah, well, it's unofficial. Oh, it's unofficial. No, it's not officially Bethesda. No, no, no. Yeah, but I meant but like yeah. it's like a, a, it's a site. standard platform where a lot of mods are delivered Correct. from, right? There are already growing mods for Fallout oh 76. God, dude. Like people, you, like like you know how like they're they're doing their cosmetic shop thing. Yeah. You know they're doing that whole thing. Why bother when you can just right. download whatever cosmetic mod you want from the mod Nexus mods? Oh my god! Like it's it's it is very much game breaking and and alarming to say oh, the game least. Game breaking, I think, is an understatement. Is Under this true? Is this gonna is, is this gonna be true for all all? So your concern is, is consoles, right? No, I'm just curious. It'll be slightly different on consoles, but yes, it is still exploitable. Not to the extent the PC one will be. But there will be certain things like, I don't, I don't know. I got, I got to. Yeah, I don't even know how it would work. But I guess if you had that knowledge, you'd be able to right. get into the files. You would, still, you would be console. able to manipulate it somehow. I mean, they're all computers at the end of the day. So if you can mm-hmm. get in there, you can get in there. Hmm. So shit, that's yeah. it's so, got a rough road ahead. So Watch what out the fuck there. does that mean? It means they have to change their entire way the server communicates so, to fix it. Yeah, Bethesda did respond. They are investigating issues and fixing them. Uh, <laughs> this guy's okay. So let me let me let me just gonna pop this article open real quick, y'all. Sure. Because the guy who made the post is actually was responding to it. Mm. So many of the claims in this thread are either inaccurate or based on incorrect assumptions. The community <laughs> has, however, <laughs> called attention to several issues that our teams are already actively tracking and planning to roll out fixes for. Our goal is to always deliver a great experience. Okay. Cheating and hacking will not be tolerated. We know our fan base is passionate about modding and customizing their experience, and that is something we intend to support down the road. Oh, so that's interesting. So they might support official mods yeah. down the road. Well, if all this is true, it sounds like there's nothing that they can do at this point, mm-hmm. and you just have to, I don't know, they have to just watch for cheaters. And, and This is mainly why I'm taking the wait-and-see approach to the game. Yeah. I want to launch to pass us by, and I want to see how, because well, you know we're going to get like article, like like all kinds of articles that are gonna be like this person did this in fallout 76 all this wacky wacky shit so there's that i I look forward to it but listen the game's fun i had a fun ass time it's not gonna be fun if i go into the console and and you're getting griefed and the minute i start trying to do something i get killed randomly for no reason across the map they can kill you across the map i literally will put the game you from the delete you i will put the game down forever (laughs) if that happens to me i i know you will i know you're excited to get it but this is this is where i would recommend to people listening and even you felix wait and see right but you don't have to you're your own man. Oh, no, no, I already bought You're it. Your I already bought oh, it. You already bought it. Cool. I'm going to go into it, and I'll be your. I can't wait. Your boots on the ground. I want you to come back on after after you play it. Come back on this episode, and I want to hear what you experienced because <laughs> it's probably going to be real exciting. It's going to be rage inducing, probably. Uh, stay tuned to f- uh, Twitch.tv slash yeah. Felix Hergood for all the. Yeah, stay tuned for hijinks. sure. Right, we so, were approaching our our show length. I even started this. this okay, time late. Can we talk about Diablo and BlizzCon? No, a little I think bit? we're gonna. We should wrap up. Is that cool? With that, yeah. We'll you okay with that? Talk. Yeah, I'm okay. You keep, well, you keep asking me if All I'm right. okay with it. I don't know. You before you were like, I don't think we need to talk about it. I just, it. I want to make sure we're not like adding to a conversation fuel onto this fire, and because there's been a lot of let's take talking about this. We'll we'll recap it for the people listening. I'll I'll try. It, I'll, can I? May I? Go for it. Yeah. I want to take trying to have a reasonable discussion about sure. this because I feel like it it kind of needs to be addressed in some form. Mm-hmm. So. Let's start this weekend. This weekend was BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. During the opening ceremony, we got a whole bunch of announcements. Uh, new Overwatch character, uh, Warcraft Three Remastered. These were all things that they were announced during their opening keynote. They finished with for the Diablo fans. Blizzard announced 
Diablo Immortal, which is their, which is going to be for a mobile platforms, Android and iOS. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans in the audience reacted very not on the Switch, not on the Switch. Diablo Three did come out on the Switch this week, this past week. Oh, it did. So yeah, yeah, you can go. That was, and get that was part of the announcement. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, sh- I should get it, that. It's fun. I mean, I, I love Diablo Three. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. Portably, I think that's I heard the, really good things about the Switch port. Too. Oh, for sure. Like, like it, to be able to take that with you and then plug in your TV. Oh my God, it's fucking! I love the Switch, man. Fucking mm-hmm. give me Switch all day. Um, but the fans in the audience did not react well to the announcement of this mobile they game. They did not. One one gentleman got up and even asked, "Is this some kind of early April Fool's joke?" Because of, of how upset they were, people asked, "I saw that." Is shit. this even coming to PC? Funny. People were, uh, and. The response from fans was not great, Mm-mm. and a lot of people took it very far. Uh, I think on online forums and stuff, but Blizzard on stage was going, "Well, no, we, this is for mobile only. We're making a mobile experience." Um, and then they said, "Do you guys don't have you guys have phones, don't you?" And that is not. And from my point of view, you're talking to a group of hardcore Blizzard fans. Uh, mostly PC players. So most of the most of the Blizzard audience are PC players. That's where they got their roots from, all the way back from Warcraft One, all the way up to today. Um, and asking an audience if they have phones when they want they want news on Diablo Four, they want a Diablo Two remaster, mm-hmm. like any of these things, right. actual playable things on on PC on their platform mm-hmm. of choice. Exactly. Um, and needless to say, the internet did not respond well to that either. They, well, it's been memed already to death. I, I read an article where somebody stated that the, it, it seems like they, they're 100% out of touch with their fan base. Right. If they don't realize that their fan base is a bunch of PC players. Yeah. or It's, it's a, a point of view. It, it yeah. is. Um, and people were saying this ever since the merger with uh, Activision like 11 years ago that this might happen eventually that Blizzard would, would go down a road where they're not totally catering to their diehard fans. They're opening their market up to other avenues. And I don't blame them. When I heard about the Diablo announcement at first, I was like, hell yeah, give me it on my phone. Well, why do I care? Mm-hmm. I got Diablo 3. I got phone Diablo. Why right. not? Right. Um, but then everything that followed this is where I went, okay, this is, this is something, something weird's going on between the relationship between the developer, the fans, and the game journal, the, the journalists who are reporting to, it. because a lot of I saw a lot of journalists over the weekend, pretty much go, pretty much like say, what you don't you don't like this? This isn't like they you were, they were people were calling fans entitled, to a point where like oh well they Blizzard doesn't owe you anything. They're making this and you don't have to play it. You and can a full yeah. disclosure that is where I sit on the issue. Right, you can consider me an entitled journalist. Sure. fans entitled about but, about some of their uh, far farther reaching reactions for sure about about the issue, but I can understand backlash on both both of these sides. And right. Before we really dive in, did you want to like put a button on like what was? I don't want to cut you off. Where did it? Where did it? Uh, you were just saying that like the there's a, the journalist angle too about well disrespecting the people that well see because there's a relationship between between all these three entities right the customer the fans mm-hmm. the journalists who are supposed to report on the news and and i don't want to say cater to their to the gamer culture cater to the people who read their websites and their mm-hmm. whatever and then the, the relationship between them and developers so all these are like this is like a big triangle, so to speak, and they all have to. They're all symbiotic in a way. They gamers love the games, and developers use 
the journalist for PR and mm-hmm. there's this whole sure. thing that this whole cycle that happens right, right, what right. we're all used to. And when when I'm watching I was watching this unfold, I saw what the developers didn't understand what happened. For for the most part they were like we don't we didn't expect it to go this bad uh of a reaction and then the journalists were like well these in, these are entitled gamers. They they don't deserve anything that, you know, they deserve what they what they're what they're getting. And then gamers go, well, we don't need to like everything you put in front of us. This isn't this isn't why we love you guys. Like we this isn't why we love Blizzard or these X games or uh, X any game. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? I know. Um, so it's almost like, well, okay. And then I, I I would be sitting there asking myself, okay, does this mean? Am I entitled mm-hmm. to go? No, I don't like this product. I don't want this product. Now, I'm not talking about the people who are like fucking trolling YouTube. Right, I'm not talking right, right. about. I'm not talking about the people who someone made a change.org petition to cancel this game. There's always a change.org. Petition like what first. the fuck? Yeah, that's a little too much. Right. This game's allowed to exist. I want to be clear. This game can sure. exist. Sure. And you can play it. You don't have to play you, it. You're also allowed not to like it. You're allowed yeah. to not like it a lot. And you're allowed to not like the direction that Blizzard decided to go mm-hmm. down this avenue. Um, my whole problem with the way the dialogue has been going from everyone involved in this situation is how how there's this inability to understand the perspective of anyone else who has a different perspective. Yes. And that really, totally. I think, is the core of of the shouting matches we've been seeing over the past couple of days. Um I think the people that are the loudest uh, negatively about this, I think it's a tiny subset of gamers that do feel a certain kind of way about what they deserve in in the gaming world. Um, mm. It's always going to be the the smallest and most agitated people that make the loudest noise, no matter what area sure. you're talking about. Um, they're the ones that are the, the most affected. They want to make their voices known. Now, as we know from, again, all walks of life and all situations in our world, they're not always the right voice. They could be. They could not be. But mm-hmm. the people that feel like they need to be heard are going to do what they need to be heard. What bothers me most about that, what you just described, mm-hmm. is that that happens for sure. The loudest voices are usually the dickest, yeah. the dickiest of voices, yeah. right? Yep. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. Mm-hmm. And my problem with that is, once that happens, once those assholes come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and do their thing, yep. any discussion that we can that we that we were going to have about this gets fucking thrown away. Oh, it's, it's impossible. It's, you can never. And get the it message back to is now: look at all these entitled ass bitchy gamers mm-hmm. act like this. Yep. And then that that bothers me because now no one no one's winning. We're all losing because we right. all we all look like a bunch of little babies, mm. right? And on, like that's my biggest problem about it. My problem is there's this perception about gamers and acting like this does nothing to help that perception. Right. It helps nothing to get more people involved in the hobby. It doesn't want, who would want to join a community that, that is seen in that light, whether or not it's a hundred percent warranted or accurate that, like you said, that's the story now because that's where things are. Right. So that's, that's the perception. But, but another thing is the journalists have the option to shine a light on it or ignore it and then just talk about what what the facts are, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, it, it, the journalist thing mm-hmm. to do. But instead, you get a whole bunch of, of these major journalists 
tweeting about it, uh, like you know, shining a lot. They're putting their spotlights on this, on these, this behavior. Right. And if we ignore it, I like to, I like to think personally that it'll it, you just ignore it. Oh, it'll you, go away. You know what I mean? For sure. It, I mean, it wasn't as fervent as this, but whenever Blizzard announced Hearthstone mm-hmm. years ago, they said that people were really upset about like, the, what do you mean, a fucking digital card, card game? game? Fuck mm-hmm. off! Like, where's your real games and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And someone, someone in um. I believe there was a Forbes article linked in our in our group, right, about like just different perspectives about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't really a fan of that of that person's like points, but I read through everything just to kind of like fully understand it as best I could. Yeah, there was one thing that really stood out to me is that in making an example, he called Hearthstone a pillar of gaming, and I thought that was like a little bit short-sighted based on he was making a point about hmm. putting out a product that doesn't fit your fan base. And that was the exact argument that was made hmm. for Hearthstone. But in that point, he, he lumped it under a pillar of gaming. It was like Diablo and, and Hearthstone and League of Legends and yeah, Overwatch. Five years ago, like, you would have, you would have thought would have the, said the exact, exact opposite. Yeah. So thing, yeah. it's, but like, but, but, but it's a lack of, of a perspective again, I think Felix. No, I mean, what what do they say about time? Time time is uh, heals all wounds. That is, no, I was going to say, do say that. No, yeah, I yeah. was going to say, so it was something. Time about, will uh, reveal the truth. I no, I was going to say. Any I just, I just no, made there up. was yeah, there like, was a thing that I trademark. specifically heard about how like if I don't remember what it is, but like time passes and like you know people forget the context. Like it's mm-hmm. that's there was a better right. way of saying that. But like, like, context con- was con- different five years ago. Conte- when, when context came is out. just completely mm-hmm. lost with time. Like, yeah, that, you're, that's you're, the point. You're more removed from like. There's, there's this really all the nuance way of saying of it, but I forgot what it was. Yeah. So, but like, but yeah. that's what it is. It's like it's people are losing the original context because they're fitting it into their own modern context mm-hmm. and thinking that it's something fresh or new that it hasn't come before. And someone didn't trample in your fucking feet like five years ago. Right. 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 You know, if I may real quick bounce back to the, <clears throat> the announcement, mm-hmm. back to the announcement. So now a, a bunch of people and, and I feel this way as well. Uh, this could have been avoided. Oh yeah. Right. 100%. So yeah. Uh, according Jason Schreier put an article out yesterday, pretty much saying that, that, uh, Last minute, Blizzard pulled a Diablo Four announcement. Mm-hmm. They pulled whatever announcement that they had ready for the main, the next mainline game of the of Diablo series. Right. Um, they pulled a last minute, and I use this comparison to uh, Bethesda because they did this really well over the summer at E three. They they announced their they they talked about Fallout seventy six, which was the game of their that's their holiday game. Mm-hmm. Then they talked about they ended they were going to end with their Elder Scrolls Blades announcement which is their mobile Elder Scrolls game that's coming out. I forgot about that, yeah. Right? Everyone did. Yeah. Because they ended their conference w- announcing Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield. And they just showed key art, and then they had the little music swell, yeah. and that was that. That's all I did. And then yeah. all the news all, all news sources were like, guys, Elder Scrolls 6 is coming. They said it. It's coming later. Um, if, they just, if they just had the logo on the screen saying, please look forward to this. We have nothing to share right now. Mm-hmm. But no, we are working on the next iteration of Diablo. No one would be talking about Diablo Immortal. No one would be upset upset about they this. They wouldn't. But and you're you're so confident that they are that they're upset about Diablo Immortal. Oh yeah. No, no, you're so confident that they have something for Diablo. Jason Shire reported on Kotaku. Okay. Well, also Blizzard yeah. before he said that they did. They pulled it last minute before BlizzCon actually happened. Uh, 
in official Blizzard communication, yes. they did also say, like, guys, don't worry. There are a lot of Diablo products in the pipeline. Um, we're not ready to talk about Diablo 4 this year. Right. They, that, that was, yes. So They're like, please temper your expectations. To me, that's, that's proper expectation setting. Right. Already, for sure. Yes. They definitely could have gone the Bethesda route and just shown the teases just to, like, you know, pat them on the head and be like, it's cool, don't it's worry. It's cool, guys. Don't, don't worry, out. guys. Yeah. Um, but from a business standpoint... Like you, like you were talking about with the Blades game, and I fucking totally forgot totally about the forgot. Blades game. That got buried by the news of of something that we aren't going to see for like two, three years, maybe at the earliest. I'm thinking like five years. Yeah, I wouldn't Next be surprised gen, at for all. Sure. Yeah. So if you do that with this game, you minimize the importance of Diablo Immortal, mm-hmm. whatever that is, and whatever importance you think it has as a developer, you minimize that to be like, but Diablo Four, we know it's what you all want. And it's coming. And then, again, like what happened with Blades, no one's ever going to talk about Diablo Immortal, and then it's going to be, it's coming, but it wouldn't have really been anything. It would have been here's the logo. It would have been like Starfield. We don't know fucking anything about you know Starfield. About we know that it's real. Yeah. But we already know that And we're excited that about Diablo it, and we don't know why. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> here's, a, here's a better thought. That the dumbass that stood up and made those comments that, that got the shit. A, is this an April Fool's joke one? That the April Fool's joke guy really fucking backlashed he went in the opposite direction because here's what that dumbass just fucking did. He put it on the world stage. Now I know about it. Now I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, that's, and, that, and that's what happened. I, yeah. I mean, that guy alone really, really, really bothers me. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I, can, I can get the perspective of, of feeling like you, you wanted to hear about Diablo and you've been waiting a long time and you just you want to hear something about your favorite franchise. But He's wearing Diablo There's shirt. a time and a place for all of this. Oh, yes. And and what we've lost is this like this what's the word? Like this decorum in communicating professionally, mm-hmm. I think. Again, yeah. across a lot of walks of life. Um also responding from stage saying, "Well, you guys have phones, don't you? So fucking play the game on the phone." That's also That's lost. Again, a huge miss. Don't talk like that back to the fans. Like, do your presentation. I right. love the guy that, that answered immediately after the yeah, that was, question. Yeah, that guy was it, great. Yeah. Excuse me, handled it really well. He was like, he didn't like do any kind of like stooping to the level or like throwing out his own jab and then answering. He was like, no, it's not a joke. It's, it's a, a mobile game coming out. We're developing it. It's going to be XYZ. Just like took it in stride. Now it's professional. But like the whole, it's a phone game. And come on, it's a phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't do that either right i mean the way the world is that right guy's gonna now, get though, canned no I mean, no he'll get talked no, no, to about fine but maybe he won't ever talk publicly again but he was memed though when he said don't uh, you guys have phones oh, that sure. was that was fully out full memed right now um is he memed i know in our yes. discord there's a really funny one that someone posted it's like it's like i don't really like anal it's like you have an you have an ass you have an you ass know? don't you i think it's silly though um I know, I know that would pop Felix. <laughs> I think it's legitimately silly in 2018 to not think your favorite franchise is going to go into some weird different places because of just the way people engage in technology. It is, it is incredibly short-sighted to think that you're immune from this, that a franchise like Diablo is going to be preserved forever only on the medium you're used to mm-hmm. playing it it just it's it's 
It's You're right. silly. And it's just silly. because this There's product be is Destiny being made, mobile thing. Sure. There's going to be any franchise is going to have a fucking mobile engagement. That other company mobile phones are going to get them, better. Like, well, look, just because this product is being made doesn't isn't taking away from the development of the other products. Right. It's not right. So, like, like especially because they're outsourcing a lot of the work. That that's also a huge point of contention. I don't. <laughs> I think that's also blown out of proportion. I think Blizzard's going to have a, a big big hand in that. And I know that uh, they put out a clone of this game already. The same the company, company, the company that's develop, co developing this with, already cloned Diablo for the Chinese markets. Right. And and side by side, the games like shots mm-hmm. pretty much alike. Now, if this game was coming out yeah. tomorrow, I would say it's just a reskin. But it, they haven't even given a release date. So no. I think while they may have saved uh, time and money. By saying, "Hey, we have this thing that we can already probably use," um, they want to. I don't, yeah. don't fault them for that. I would do it too. It saves a fuck ton of money. Saves honestly. a fuck ton of money. And like, if you're going to get official Blizzard people in there to refine systems and make it feel like you want it to feel, then I'm honestly not worried. Like, not even being a Diablo fan, I can respect a company wanting to preserve an experience. Yep. And their dialogue around the game has said, "You will have the experience as much as possible." Preserve on a mobile phone. For the record, good. is it a new story? Oh. Yeah, yeah. It takes place between two and three, apparently. Oh, yeah. I don't know the story of either. Yeah, I never actually played two. I played three actually for a, a, oh, at launch. Two was my summer game when I was little. Played played it for I so. I was over long. at friends' house that would just play it, and Holy I always looked. Fuck. It actually like it looked uh, like a game that would never be allowed in my house because of like all the like demonic images. <laughs> like not that we're like super hardcore Catholic, but, but like the game was the game was like six forty by four eighty for you. I don't yeah. know if I want to. So fucking. Old. I know. I know. I don't know if I want to pay the full sixty for it on my Switch. Yeah, I don't mind either. It'll never be cheaper on. I've already, I've already bought it twice, so I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I bought it on. I have that. it on PC. I might if someone has it that I run into. I might. I want to like play it. Like I'll play it on their console. Apparently, you can play it with one hand, really? one Joy-Con. Yeah. Oh shit, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, and it's multiplayer, local multiplayer. Yeah. But yeah, so that's. That's the situation. Everyone just got to calm the hell down. I man. just, you know what? It's I, not that deep. Don't get, don't, don't let this. I don't, shit affect I don't want to see developers turn against people. Oh, that would be really see, fun for couch you know, co-op. It would be. Oh yeah. Holy shit! I gotta buy it. <laughs> Felix is fucking in right I'm now. Paying yeah. I'm paying the sixty dollars. I'm paying the sixty dollars. That's beautiful. Just, I, we just gotta chill, man. Yeah, but, uh, but no, I, what no, I, I will you come over for couch co-op? Yeah, I'll play with you. I'll play with you. We're trying to recap. We're trying to finish the full fucking weight of this really serious topic. Semi-serious. I, I just found. We play this video game with me. <laughs> yes, Felix. I will play yes, it with you. Will. I will play yes, it with we you. Um, have you over? <laughs> look, what I don't want to see happen is, is I don't want to see journalists turn against their readers. I, I don't think I, we're in any concern against that. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Some of the some of the things I see see said online. There's there's a whole screenshot I can show it's, you later. Neo, don't sure, turn against sure. your readers, man. I won't. Don't I'm sure, turn against your I, readers. Everyone is going to have a really strong opinion about this. Yeah. and as someone who. Uh, not talking about me right now, but as a writer or like a, a contributor to a website, you probably have an opinion about the work that you do and you mm-hmm. might feel like, oh, I owe it to myself to make sure my opinion is out there. And bringing it back to me, because I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, well, I have opinions about this and everyone seems yeah. to be yelling the opposite thing and I'm going to, I'm just going to put down my little flag of what I think. But I'm not taking any money from developers. And I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I like that argument, at least from that specific angle. That oh, you're being paid to do this, and you don't want to lose that. So of course you think that way. I think that minimizes their opinion. Like they're they're people that have their own opinions about sure. this. And 
and they're allowed to say what they say, but I do think a lot of it was rushed. A lot to, of it, no one, no one thought about right, right. what they were um, saying. And yeah. look, I love Jason Schreier, I really do. Yeah, but he also he the first thing he did was tweet some real aggressive like entitlement like yeah. behavior, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then I'm like, eh, uh, probably maybe, shouldn't have said that. You don't, Optics, like, go, bro, go all the way. Like, right. wow, calm the fuck down, babies. And I saw I saw your tweet last night about Jason Schreier. Like, oh, thank God for Jason Schreier. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's amazing, and he's probably the best. Of his of his industry, he's probably like the for, best. For the most part, he is very like he takes his time with what he puts out there, right? For the and most it's part. it's well, always well well yeah. researched, mm-hmm. and it's always very. It, no other person breaks stories like I've seen him do. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And fucking, yeah, he's got some good work to the point where I do want to read Bethesda book. and Ubisoft have blacklisted him in the past because he leaked Fallout Four. In the location of Fallout Four, and he did some other. He did the Assassin's Creed uh, on the train thing. That whole uh, thing. Oh, he leaked the Boston thing. Yeah, yeah, he did. What's the Assassin's Creed on the train thing? Um, the key art or the the setting for like I think I want to say it was the it was Syndicate. It was called like uh, it, it's working title was Assassin's Creed. Where's he? Oh, get oh the, he saw someone on a train working on this or got, having the art or something. He on got the laptop, he like got the scoop on a, from that, like an Amtrak mm-hmm. train or something. Like, oh, uh, he what so Triumphant he, or something Triumphant. <laughs> So he doesn't data mine. He just like observes shit in public. No, 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 no. Classic <laughs> investor. He has a lot of he has a lot of like contacts. Yeah, he's and built he, up like a, yeah. a career's worth. Like any mm-hmm. journalist, uh, yeah, in any kind of organization would. You'd have a, a career's worth of people that you know that you trust that you can verify as sources if they like don't want to be right like out in the yeah, open. No, no like, different than the guys who took down Watergate. Yeah. Now and here's the thing: if you if you start fucking up your your sources, or you go against them, or you print the wrong shit that they say, then you lose that that s- network. So you have to like preserve your integrity with these people and with these sources. If I may, you may, this is I know we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. We're, we're we're going a little long. This, I started this late. We are past an hour at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was a story last week, and I, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't prep you on this one, but this is a really big one. There was a news outlet that reported back in February. Of of leaked details of Red Dead Redemption Two, I like, remember this. Yeah, serious this. details. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, this past month, it seems as though Take Two forced them to donate a million dollars to a charity of their choice uh, because of this. Yeah, like like a um, like, like a penalty, but like a like tw- like a twist on the either you do this or we're taking you to court and we're going to run your run you dry. Right, and like that's some serious journalistic lines being crossed because there are I feel like they're allowed, if they find a source and they anonymously print it they can print it but these companies have such girth can we yeah. just you know can I just say it sure I mean, the take two interactive is the Edison of fucking video games when you say it, the Edison of well Edison Thomas that, Edison well he stole he stole from people right? oh, is, is that I what have, you're saying no but he strong armed Edison strong oh, okay his competition he strong armed the media. Reference. Well, I know. I feel like a, lo- I love a lot of a lot of these. This is not the first time I've mentioned Thomas Edison being a, uh, yeah, a I strong. Gotta, I gotta look up more of this just so I'm. I'm it's with real. It, but you I, can look it up. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I heard. I heard he was. Yeah, I he strong armed a fuck out of people. Well, that's that's why Hollywood exists. They <laughs> they they got scared and they left. Well, here's a, a lot of these companies, like these game companies. You can look that up. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll look it up. <laughs> we'll look it up. Warmer weather and less Thomas Edison. That's why Hollywood. A lot. You shoot year round, and then you don't have the strong arm 
like Crooked Tactics of Thomas Edison. The Thomas Edison History Podcast, brought to you by OG Podcast. He Network. just wanted the Nickelodeon to, to succeed. And you know what? He got his way. Because we have all these fucking Nickelodeons in our hands now. Look, I'll join you on this podcast because there's some there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. So coming up next. <laughs> coming up next. Felix yeah. just drops a bomb at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So much that you just put right on you the did. You did. I was trying to finish my, I'm sorry, my thought. Yeah. No, it's I fine. Did it. Look, I'm talking I've been talking a lot this whole time. I, 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 I apologize it's, it's, for that. That's fine. You don't apologize for talking on your do show. Do not. Do not. But um yeah, a lot of these companies have a lot of weight to throw around. Yeah, I don't. I because I have I saw this story pop up and I kind of read through it. And I don't really like the behavior, but for a smaller publication, they don't may not have like the resources to no. to fight back against something like this. Like if Take Two is like, well, I don't want them talking about our game, then they can go after him. I don't know the full and we, legality and we don't. as to where this this lands. Like. If it was just fucking made up bullshit, then of course well, they. Here's get the sued. thing: I don't even think it needs to be fully illegal, and I don't think what the, what the company, the, the, them leaking documents, definitely isn't illegal. They're doing what any news source, what news organization would right, do. Right, right. But imagine if someone like Take Two came upon our website and was like, "You just printed something that we don't think is 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 in good in your best interest." Mm-hmm. They could take you to court for any old reason for just using your property on your site, doing any x anything. And they could tie you up in legal fees until you're fucking. That's a thing. Like you know what I mean. Like they, that. Like that may, is a like a way of fighting. They may not be legally correct, but right. are you gonna? Are we? We're not. We don't have the fucking podcast fund to hire the right lawyer to, to, to litigate this fight. Yeah. Take two's team yeah. of of lawyers, yeah, and yeah. that's that's how they would win because you just you have no choice but to anyway. respond or or give in. For at sure. that point, because they they've put up the cash. That's something. To, that's something to think about. Seven hundred and twenty-five million dollars in a weekend for a Red Dead Redemption. Too. Yes, it's the. Uh, I think it's the biggest. It's either the biggest no, piece no, of media in history. Sec- that's what he said. I second biggest. See, there's there's uh, there's numbers fudging because of when GTA Five launched. Uh, they they're essentially trading number one and number two, depending on how you look at the metric. But for an opening weekend, Red Dead Redemption Two is, if not the number one. It's at least one of the top two entertainment products of all time in terms of sales. Like, think of anything that could be considered entertainment. Movies, books, TV shows. Yeah. Literally anything. Red Dead Redemption 2 is, like, the biggest opening weekend. It's definitely the best-selling Western. I mean... G- I think GTA 5 is the biggest opening, period. Because GTA it 5 on is, a Tuesday or something. is the biggest all around right now. Yeah. Because it, it, it has been selling in the, within, like, the top ten of most consoles yeah. for, like, the past five years i think like i think that metric itself is great because it it lends legitimacy to gaming like it's not as visible but if you look at like the money and where things are being spent seriously it's the it's fucking what people are doing with their time so yeah the duke is rolling in his grave who what does that even mean the duke he was a friend of edison no i was gonna (laughs) say uh john wayne again with the obscure what is really fucking where'd your brain go to get that pull that one he's the king of the western so. I think Clint Eastwood's the king. Oh of yeah, that's oh right. yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So let's have our own little. That's that's podcast let's, number three let's coming stop. up after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna cut let's, it. Let's get out of here. Thank you for uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it was a good show. Thanks. Good show. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. Just trade <laughs> trade these sentiments back and forth. Um, again, we are the Emerging Gamer Podcast, episode one eighty eight. Did I get that right? One eighty eight. Oh yeah. Yep. Brought to you by the OG Podcast Network. I am Trip Zero. 
one of the hosts of the show. I broadcast live every day, 11 to 8 p.m. on Mixer, mixer.com slash trip0tv. All of my socials are trip0tv. So uh, follow me on Mixer, and Twitter is probably your best bet if you just want a one-two punch because I'm pretty active on those platforms. Who wants to go? I'll do it. Okay. Very short. Um, you can find me at Twitter, Neo underscore Yoshi. I got all the hot, hot fresh takes there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can follow me on Twitch whenever I play games. I, I changed my setup at home. I'm very excited to try it out a little bit. Um, and that's at uh, Twitch, Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. No underscore there. Um, and underscore on Twitter. No underscore on Twitch. Check out TheEmergingGamer.com. Uh, for our my my new article, my little yeah. write up on Fallout seventy six. Definitely get in there, guys, because uh, Neo's been doing a lot of good uh, written work. I'm trying to do a lot more too. We're expanding out our our products slowly in terms of the podcast, and this is a, a nice new avenue to engage. So definitely give it a read and let us know what you think. Oh yeah, I got my Black Ops write up there. My yeah, Call of Duty write up is there the as Spider-Man well. Spider Man one, there's, Spider Man. You're, you're pumping uh, the Yakuza content, by it. Andy, our one of yeah, our yeah. fellow yeah. fellow fans and correspondents, dudes. Fucking get on this train because oh, it's, yeah. it's going. So yeah, please please stay tuned. Also, rate and I, I keep trying to remember to say this: rate and review our podcast on iTunes. On iTunes, yeah. go yes. out, That's like, share, huge. subscribe, all these things. Even if you think I'm an asshole for calling you, I want to see it in tell writing. Me that. Tell me that on iTunes. <laughs> see it in writing. You entitled piece of shit, Felix. <laughs> I take that back. Uh, on to you. Yeah, and this is Felix Hergood. I do a Mitch chat. It's Mixer and Twitch simultaneously. My community is a Mitch community. Come be a Mitch. Follow me on both. Um, right now, please. right now, I'm rotating between. It's probably going to be a cross between Assassin's Creed, uh, Odyssey. I'm doing a full 100 percent on that. That's going to take like a decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. It is. Um, and I'm alternating with either Elder Scrolls Online or Fallout 76. So, yep, nice. Doing that for a while. All right. See you. We'll next catch time. you guys uh, next week. Later. Ah, fucking Druckman. That son of a bitch. God, look at that beard. He looks so good. It's a good beard. He's thin a with a beard. Handsome, very handsome man. Handsome man. You know, like, handsome, you, you'd think we man. were brothers. He actually looks like Paul Rudd's brother. He does a little bit. You I don't like, know where he's from. He's not from... I know he's an immigrant from somewhere. I was going to say, he's like a... Some, some other... He's got a, I, I, you know, he's one of those guys, like John Hamm. He grows a good beard. Mm-hmm. Right, but mm-hmm. when he shaves it off, he's got a full fucking jaw too. Right, like, and you're like, you don't even need the beard, Dick. That's right, the double threat. I'm growing the fucking. Be- I'm growing the goddamn beard so I can actually have a face. Mm-hmm.